three, two, one. Welcome to the Dennis and Andy Show. Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. What is up, Hyperkaiju? Thank you for joining the Dennis and Andy Show. We are the heroes you need, the heroes you want. We are your heroes. So, welcome. We're back. Dennis is back from his vacation. Yay. His road trip to the great Wisconsin North. We'll call it a vacation. It was a vacation. It was rainy. It was gloomy, I hear. Yeah. So, you know, what are you going to do? I really should adjust that camera. So much negative space above our heads. But the show is on. And as they say in show business, the show must go on and we'll deal with it. So uh, what do we got here? 15 subs from 1K. Let's go. I agree. Let's get it. Let's get it. So close. So close. So So we're going to talk new comics today. We're going to talk about Halloween kills. No spoilers, of course. What is up, man? Wisconsin Lambo. Yeah, he's a Packer head. He's a stupid cheese head. Spoiled cheese head. Yeah, we didn't make it up. We we went up for... uh... Basically, two funerals and a so, wedding. No wedding. Four funerals. That, that, that's a whole different story. Yeah, exactly. No, and uh, we we didn't even didn't make it up to Green Bay. I had to make a stop in Chicago. Made a stop in Milwaukee, and then I had to travel all the way to northern Wisconsin. So it was a long, rainy week and a half. Spotted cow. cow. I've got some in the refrigerator. Go pack. Go. Yeah, God. yeah, baby. We need all the viewers we can get, or I would block you for that. It should be <laughs> go cowboys, go, 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 cowboys, go, go, go. No, no, what I do the cowboys right. and packers have in common? They're both five and one. Five and one. What don't they have in common? The cowboys have a stellar, handsome quarterback, and the Packers have Aaron Rodgers. With a man button. Otherwise, With a man you'd bun. be totally wrong on that one too. But and what do the cowboys should be called a woman bun? What do the cowboys, Packers, and Dennis have in, in common? We're all five and one. Beautiful. Right. Just beautiful. So we're gonna get to some new funny books. This is the part of the show we delve into where we go through the books that uh, were bought this week. So uh, Dennis is uh, Dennis. Usually, as you will see, gets a lot more than I do. Oh, boy. Here we go. He's talking trash. The Cowboys don't own Chicago all their life. Of course, why would the Cowboys own Chicago? The Cowboys don't own anybody. They don't even own Dallas. They're America's team. Self-proclaimed. Right. That's all that matters. Yep. All that matters is that we say, Andy says, I'm the best in fantasy football. Right. And yet, his record doesn't show that. But he says that. Oh, Get out of here. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Speaking of funny books, Back First Man 2. That's right. Back First Man 2 Learning Curve. Thank you very much, Hyper Kaiju. I just got to see some more of the uh, artwork. 
Yeah, baby, it's looking good. He got to see the page where Adonis appears for the very first time. I know. I just touched the very first appearance of Adonis. Remember that. And when he says that, he means he touched my shoulder. <laughs> and then he looked at the page because I'm an Adonis from what I hear. Oh, oh, you look just like him. That's true. Just saying. That's true. Um, anyhow, so so this is where we go through the books that came out. Uh, I only get a couple. Dennis gets more. Dennis does a lot of really good research for the show. So if you enjoy the channel, look at some of the quick flips Dennis does where they're under a minute long, where he flips through the book, but then he'll spend about 10 to 15 minutes doing reviews on different titles. And a lot of the stuff is not mainstream Marvel DC. A lot of it's independent stuff. Yeah, so uh, we, we, we do. I will do DC and I will do Marvel and... Um, but I don't get as many of the books because the independent creators are putting out such good stuff. But I leave it up to you, the viewers, to let me know when you see the quick flip. If you want me to delve into it more, I just need to hear from you guys. Which books do you want me to delve in and do hashtag full reviews on? And I shall do them. There you go. Uh, yep, Hyper Kaiju, I might be on board with you. Actually, just to mention this. Yes, Aaron Rodgers, I just saw an article before we went live about what he said to the Chicago fans after the game, and I thought it was hysterical. So It's funny, they even had one of the Chicago fans said, I have dreams about Aaron Rodgers in the middle of the night yelling, I own you, and then he said it. <laughs> I know, that's awesome. So that's anyhow. Awesome. Thor number 18, Marvel Comics, um, you know, Donny Cates has been doing a solid job on Thor, and he brought back a fan favorite. I haven't even had a chance. The quick flip, I got most of them done. I haven't even got this one uploaded. That'll be tonight. But they brought brought back Throg, the mighty Throg. Throg. So it's going to be their new take on a classic, uh, classic character. I am crossing my fingers. They do it justice. I don't know. I think Cyberfrog could step up to the plate and pick that hammer up and be uh, Cyber Thorfrog. Cyberfrog. Cyberfrog would beat this little frog down. That I, I wouldn't argue that. I, I, I think Cyber, Cyberfrog's pretty awesome. The Trial of Magneto. Also one I didn't get to yet, um, but issue number three came out. Um, I've been lukewarm on, on this one. Even though it's an X book, um, I don't think the story's been horrible, but I think the their characterization of some of the characters and what they're saying aren't all that accurate. So oh, we'll see. Eat the rich. Now, this has been not my normal cup of tea. It does remind us a little bit of The Hunt, if you've seen the movie The Hunt, um, in a way. And I didn't think I was going to like this one, but I picked it up and I'm glad I did. It is an interesting take. It's really cool. That's a good omnibus to have there, Hyper Kaiju. And yeah, this is a cool cover. I got to admit, that is a cool cover. Yeah, the story's interesting. Um, um, I'll probably do a full review on, on that one for sure. Not all robots. Mark Russell and Mike Diodato Jr. Yeah. This has been, I actually thought it was going to be really boring um, because it's dealing with AIs, Battlestar Galactica did it with the Cylons, Cylons, iRobot, 
you know, it's all about robots as being slaves. We used them into tools. And are they going to revolt or not? And I'm like, been there, done that. But they do have some interesting takes. So I'm going to give it through issue three here. Like everybody knows, I like three issues. I'll probably do a full review of all three. And then we'll see if it makes my cut or not. There you go. Dune. House of Atreides. House of Atreides. Well, that's what I said. House of Atreides. I'm seeing Dune this weekend. So I am crossing my fingers that it'll do it some justice. Yeah, it's a shame that the covers on some of the Marvel books, most of the Marvel books are better than the insides. What are you going to do? Yep. Bait yep. switch, baby. No arguing there. No arguing Oh, you did there. get refrigerator full of heads. You know, after we saw Halloween, and then we saw, so Annie and I, which we'll be getting to, we went and saw the new Halloween movie, but they had some really cool previews for Scream yes. and Friday the 13th, oh, and they're not God. just extensions. They look actually really good. Um, well, pop culture. What's up, pop culture? Hail Comics Gate. Hail Dennis and Andy, and hail to Hyper Kaiju, and it's Travico. Yes. Fantastic. Thank you for joining. So, basketball refrigerator of heads. I don't know. Is this a? You probably didn't read basketball heads, did you? Nope. So I don't know if this is this. Yeah, I don't know if this is a sequel. I don't know, but what, it is a DC but. Black. It's a horror book. It's one of the Joe Hill uh, comics. Um, we've had some pretty good luck with some of the past ones. They've been solid. So I'm definitely giving this one a shot because DC, at least in their horror Black Labor books. Uh, they're giving them some leeway, and they've been solid so far. Hyperkaiju has tickets for Halloween tomorrow, so when we talk about it, we we will not get into spoilers. Nope. Oh, is this the number one? Yes, it is. Uh, Phoenix Song Echo. I don't even oh, know what this is. Oh, so here's the scoop on this, and I don't want to be down on it until I read it, but the Phoenix Force has come back to Earth and has oh, decided right. Maya Lopez is – she's the deaf character – She's going to be the new Phoenix, and she gets imbued with the power. I don't know why Marvel... The Phoenix has been such a great concept, and I was not very happy the last couple Phoenix stories they put out because they're just using it as a prop piece now. Um, there, Phoenix here, Hard Phoenix pass. there, everywhere a Phoenix, and... They haven't done it justice in a while, so I will read it, and I will let you know what I think. But on the surface, I am not all that thrilled with what they've done to that incredibly great original story of the Phoenix. Bastards. Fight Girls number two. This is the book that Dennis and I both got. Usually, every week, there's at least one crossover book, and this is it for the week. Fight Girls number four. Ten women, four challenges, one crown. Winner rules the empire. I'm digging this series. This is like a popcorn movie. It's uh, it's not deep on story. It's just fun, exciting. Each issue has great action. Frank knows how to bring it. So I'm looking forward to reading this tonight. The art's fantastic. And he does women fantastic, monsters, sharks. It's just good stuff. And... There's a little bit of sub-story that's oh, in yeah. there that we've been waiting to find out. Is this going to amount to anything? And I think it is. 
So I think while it's been just like you called it a popcorn story, it's like a popcorn movie, but there's something under the surface. And I think we're going to get some really good story starting with this issue. There you go. And uh, I agree, Hyper Gaju. I hate how they try to make these heroes uh, a mantle any person can wear. Exactly. The Phoenix should be a one thing, you know, you can't make it. So it's just like, oh, this person has it now. Oh, this person has it now. Well, you remember that in the last one, they basically retroed where the Phoenix kind of hooked up with Odin and technically is considered Thor's real mother. Right. And I'm just just like, like, seriously, people. No, wait, number two came out? Son of a bitch. Are you serious? I would have had you get it for me. He probably didn't have extras anyhow. Not of that cover, but. uh, He did have extras though? Yeah, he had two of the other ones. I didn't know that. No, I always forget to, uh, hopefully hopefully where we're going tonight after the show, we'll have number two and I can get it. Gone Honey, and that's actually the cover I got. Um, yeah, surprisingly good first issue. We yes. Will, we will probably, um, Andy will get this one, and then probably next week, we'll probably do this on the show where we go over this. Because this has been a, a surprisingly good uh, um, story. Uh no way that gun stays stays when she stands up. Oh, <laughs> hopefully the gun doesn't stay, and neither does the bottom part. Is Whoop. that a oh. Glock in your pocket? Why no? Why no? It's two Glocks. It's two Glocks exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'll hopefully the store we're going to after uh, this will have it, so I can pick up number two. If not, I'll eventually get it. I'm not too worried about it. Uh, what's this here? Got 20 minutes left of the boogers. Started slow, getting good. Now, have you ever heard of that horror movie, Boogers? The Boogers from 1981? I have not. Graham was talking about it on his stream today. The Boogers, huh? Yeah. Okay, so while we're talking about this, and it'll give you guys something to chew on while we're doing it, I have been told one of the best zombie movies of all time is called Wreck, R-E-C, short for record. I have never heard of it before. And I'm very Boogins. curious. I'm sorry, Boogins. I didn't think Boogins. it was Boogers. Yeah, it's called the Boogin or Boogins. Nope, still haven't heard of it. Google search that. Pull up a tab real quick. All right. So ant number one, I'm going to get this, give it a shot, see what it's like. I still get Savage Dragon. Savage Dragon is on my monthly poll. I've been with it since the miniseries and since issue one. I'm not stopping it now. So eventually, whenever it's over, I can say, I've got this huge run of Savage Dragon for sale. Um. No, just kidding. I do I, I do like having a big run of a book that I bought when it first came out. Uh, obviously, I wasn't around when Spider-Man came out, so I couldn't be that one, but I could with this one. So, Well, Boogans looks like it's got a mediocre rating and um, almost nobody I'd recognize. I mean, Graham, so that means it could be a good movie. Graham recommended it. So Graham recommended it. All right. Oh, wait. What do we got here? Wreck is all right. Go in as blind as possible. Oh, good. And don't I, I, bother with any sequels. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did hear Wreck 2 wasn't nearly as good, but... Was it was it because they called it Wreck 2 Electric Boogaloo? They did not. And if they did, it lost money. That's right. So that's, that's my second book for the week. Uh, Beyond the Breach. This has been a surprisingly fun book. Not at all what I was expecting. You know, you guys know there's a lot of different types of genres I like, but I like real stuff that happens on Earth, 
that goes back and forth where breaches are happening in another dimension. So either like medieval Dungeons and Dragons people cross over, kind of like the bequest, or this where it's potentially aliens from another planet that are coming over. It's got intrigue. I like the characters. I like the dialogue. This has been a fun book. Uh, it looks like there is a little nip in Boogans, so oh. I might have to get it. Might have to watch it just for that. I do miss the 80s movies where you just never knew if it was going to happen. And it's like, boop, it pops out. And you're like, yes. So apparently it's 1981 nip. Uh, I was going to buy Beyond the Breach till Dennis said it wasn't a kaiju book. LOL. <laughs> 80s boobs are the best. It is true. They are. I wouldn't argue with that. Uh, Bermuda number four. Yep. Number four came out. Um I will be getting to doing a full review of, of these uh, upcoming. Um, it's kind of dealing with the Bermuda Triangle and only somebody's there and everything keeps porting into this other universe. Interesting concept. It's a fun take on it. So, uh, you know, if that's up your cup of tea, yeah, I, I've kept it on my pole. Wouldn't it be if that's up your alley and it is your cup of tea? Could Not be. up your cup of tea? It's How up do you your go cup up your cup of tea? You turn it upside down. And then you spill the tea all over your pants. After you drink it. Oh. Nightmare. What is this? Nightmare blog? Yep. Is this so Nita one? Hawes Nightmare blog. I accidentally picked up two of these and I got two <laughs> different covers because I didn't realize the red one was also and I oh love the red You're cover on it. A... But that's okay. It was a it was an accident. But I flipped it open and it looks cool. The horror looks very decent in it. Um We'll find out. I can't actually wait to read this one. So this might be a um, an unknown. This was not one on my pull list. I saw this, picked it up, not realizing I must have put it on. Well, Jason Sean Alexander actually did Spawn for a long time, and I'll be honest, I didn't get. I don't really get Spawn anymore. I got it for a while. I don't get it anymore. But uh, I didn't think. You know, it's Todd's book. Todd can do obviously whatever he wants. Um, to me, Spawn is still kind of a superhero book, and that's the type of art I'd like to see on it and what is being done on it now. But when Jason was drawing it, I just didn't think didn't think he was the right artist for the book. Um, he's a great artist, but I just didn't think it was a match for Spawn. But for this type of book, this dude should rock it. Yeah. Because he is I did great. I through it, and it looked cool. Yeah. This guy's art for this type of book, a horror book, I mean, this guy's going to crush it guaranteed uh let's see this reminds me of the strain i can see that uh maybe i am nuts but i saw that cover and thought it looked like bell lugosi <laughs> maybe uh get yourself sweet dna shirt yes do that thank you i'm already modeling it dennis was too lazy to wear his today nah, i didn't want to put mine was on. i lazy really that's what you're going with i thought that's what you told me when i asked i thought i swear i said where's your shirt you said nah, i'm too lazy to wear it nope pretty sure there's nothing close to what i said is this a perillo cover of course it's a it's perillo why don't I you love just it? buy the hardcover book the art of him that dynamite put out i probably will you should bud plant has it on sale oh i got the email oh with their weekly well, stuff. That's I'll have to stuff, forward it to That is the stuff you actually need to forward me instead of chastising me. You don't I, check I love your it. email. Why but should I do that? I actually have been flipping through these, and I actually want to read this now. So I'm actually glad Perlo's doing the cover, because this is a book I wouldn't have normally picked up. 
Dennis just like showing off his guns. He does. He's a big show. He's a showboater. He's a showboater. I just wish he would wear pants during the show. There's other things he likes to show off. I am not but Brian this is Stelter. A, this is a YouTube show. <laughs> so he knows he can't show you guys. But for some reason, he thinks free willy is appropriate in my office. You know? Listen here, Tubin. If, if, if It's not Stelter. It was Tubin, by the way. Oh, you're right. Stelter's Humpty Dumpty. That's right. Yeah. Is this a number one? What is this? Yep. It sure is. Critical Role, The Tales of Exandria, The Bright Queen. Dark Horse put this one out. And, you know, I, again, not on my list, but I was sitting there flipping through it. And, oh, my God, the art look looked fantastic. And I'm like, you know what? I'm giving it a shot, even though I don't know anything about it, just because the artwork and the interaction look good. So, ah, we'll see. All right. I, I will let you know. Orville. This show should be coming back soon. The best Star Trek on TV still. And I have not been disappointed by any. Usually they're two-issue miniseries that they're putting out. And I think that is a great way to do it. Because, you know, they're not large volume. Oh, wait a second. Dark comics. Horse has it now. The last Orville wasn't through Dark Horse, was it? Yeah. I think they're all Dark Horse. Oh, I thought it was like Boom or something like that. No. I'll take your word for it. I don't, I don't remember. Uh, Dennis, have you read any modern IDW? Does uh, that say d Yeah, you have. Didn't just, you, aren't you getting that series? I, just hold on. Oh, as if on demand. Look at that. <laughs> on demand. Dungeons and Dragons, Mindbreaker, number one. They're, Hyper Kaiju, we're reading your mind. Or were you reading our mind? Or are you over our shoulders seeing what was coming up next? That's right. So there it so is. So I have not read a lot, and here's the reason uh, reason why. They had done, you know, some of the Drizzit or Dritz uh, books. I'm a Forgotten Realms fan. I love the Forgotten Realms. I have all the original TSR, D&D, Forgotten Realms books that they put out. The newer stuff, even when they did, like, the Drizzit stuff, they cut so much out, and I understand their comic books. It was just kind of disappointing. Um, I had read some of the Pathfinder, and I thought it was all right. I've been I've been a little disappointed for whatever reason. I flipped through this one, and it just kind of clicked with me. So I definitely picked it up. So I I've been hit or miss on picking up a lot of the D and D ones. I know like the Baldur's Gate characters in games have been uh, tempted to buy the comics with Minsk. Um, oh, but I know Zub is a SJW. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I'm kind of there with you. Um, do a stream showing there you off. Go. All, you know what? Well, that will be one of the things I can do because um, I, I do love my old role playing. Um, I'm really sad that I got rid of a lot of my old role playing first and second edition books. All right. Death by life. So this has been interesting. Um, uh, the writer contacted me because he really wanted to know what I thought because I do the quick flips. But I've been so far behind in my comics with everything going on. God, that, maybe not take a vacation. Well, uh-huh. <laughs> like, like, and I thought I would have time to read. I made time to read. I got caught up with one through six on this. And I've had a lot of people texting and emailing me about this. I love the art in this book. I am going to be doing a full review of it. Um, but we found out the first few were a little disjointed in terms of the actual story. 
it was, some of it was kind of hard to follow. However, we found out it got translated from another language. So they brought on a proper translator and it really has picked up. I would just want to see a little more world building with it, but I'll get into the detail in a full review. But this, I love the art. The concept is fantastic. It's a really small print book, so I can't wait to actually do a review on this this week. Uh, Hyper Kaiju says, I have a first edition DM guide. My dad got autographed by Gary uh, Gygax after playing with him at a con. Uh, you were literally talking over my head because I never played D&D, so I don't know. I know what a first edition is, but Gary Gygax, I don't know who that is. He's the creator of Dungeons and Dragons, and now I'm going to blow your mind. We uh, um, we actually know his aunt because she's my mother-in-law's best friend, and um, they actually pronounced it in the old world Gigax, um, whereas Gary always pronounced it Gygax. Um, oh, so yeah, he's the original creator. God rest his soul. Oh, he's dead. Yeah, yeah Gary. Gary passed away. Oh well, he created D and D, so he's probably burning in hell. What do you mean? He'd like it there He's because there. of all the well, fiery stuff, if right? There, if there's hell, there's heaven. Right. So why do you assume, just because you know where you're going, why Whoa. would you assume Gary's going Why are there? you throwing me under the bus like that? <laughs> What's up with that? What's up, Dr. Lord? Thank ah, you for Mr. joining. Chris. Man, Dennis, first you insult me by not wearing your DNA shirt. Now you're telling me I'm going straight to hell. Well, that isn't the first insult today. So tell them what you wore to go outside and go pick up uh, your daughter. I wore my comfy slippers, uh-huh. my moccasin slippers to go pick up my daughter because it's a little nippy in the morning. Not right now, but in the morning. So I have my little moccasin slipper boots. So I wore those when I drove to pick up my daughter. I don't see the. Point. I didn't make a comment, by the way, until we got back and he walked out. He goes, "I'm surprised you didn't make a comment about my slippers." And I'm like, "Andy, I'm used to your kind of metrosexual stuff anyway." And he's like, "Oh, burn! It's a kilt. It it's not a skirt. Actually, it is a skirt. <laughs> but I like to get the airflow going." He rolled one for initiative, straight to hell. That's right. See? And he rolled the one for a save. And he critically fumbled everything. That's right. Uh, oh, slippers in public. Andy, you're too young a man to give up in life. <laughs> oh, I didn't even get out of the car. I got in the car. I drove to a parking lot. We sat in the car, waited for my daughter to come out. She got in the back seat. We drove home, and then I got out of the car. Are they? No, they're not Uggs. They kind of look like Uggs, but close. They look like them. They they're do comfy. have the fur around them, oh, the yeah. things they and got everything. The nice, oh, they're oh. suede. They're tan. They're cushiony. They got the fuzz around them. Oh, when it gets really cold out, oh, they're going to warm my feet so good. And you wonder why I asked for his man card. Just saying. I don't know. Black Beacon through Heavy Metal, issue three. You know, I, I kind of made a, a comment on my, on my uh, short that I did on this. The heavy metal books, the magazines, they're cool, but they're like $13.99 a pop. And then you get a bunch of different little stories. So if there's one or two stories you like, I at least heavy metal came around. They're like, look, we'll reprint them in comic form. And it's only three, like, I think there's your $2.99. 
maybe yeah. three ninety nine. But I think they're two ninety nine. This is a cheap way to pick up some of the good yeah, stories. So there. this is solid. Uh, was I wearing my PJs too? No, silly goose. We're going out to dinner. When we get back from dinner, I'll slip on my lounge pants and his, a t-shirt. Onesie. No, it's lounge <laughs> pants and a t-shirt. And it's probably in the shape of a Chewbacca. You got to factor in those what-if scenarios. Can't be caught slipping in slippers if you get a flat or your daughter sends you into the Target. Oh. Oh, I've worn them to a Target before. What do I care? And the onesie. No. <laughs> no onesie. Onesie with the poop flat. Oh, hey now. What the hell is this? What, what? are you showing me here? Valkyrie Savior. Issue number Is that a per whatever cover? No. No, this is one one I've been getting. Jeez, that's the nice. Exterior, the interior art is fantastic on it. Um, I think it's uh, Antarctica Press that puts this one out. Um, uh, this has been great. All of the covers have been solid. It doesn't matter if you get the variant cover or the regular. The art is fantastic, but yep, Andy's in control. <laughs> Look at the boobages and cleavagers on this one. Those toned abs. Oh, what, what, va, va, boom. That is, that is good art. That is fantastic. Why don't you bring these books to my house, you bastard, so I can look through them? Well, why do you, you get oh, seen when you so come selfish. Over. How's the um, story, Dennis? Again, not bad. I mean, this has been a fun book. The art inside and outside has been great. To me, it's been fun. I will be doing, this is issue three. I think this is a mini series. I'll be doing a full review on this. And, you know, I just hope YouTube decides. If you've got a mini reading this series, you should see a doctor. Well, I'm just saying, <laughs> I hope they don't ban this one. They've already cut out some of my videos and banned them because it's was too much skin. And I'm like, I, I see this much skin when I go to the beach. So Who seriously. needs a little blue pill? Hellcop, issue one through image. Yeah. Uh, Haberlin and Van. Is this a Van Dyke? Hard to read. Yeah, it, it, it looked it looks cool. Um, it wasn't one that was on my uh my pull list. Um, that is the cover. I just thought it was a cool cover. The yes. other covers were actually pretty decent too. Um I, I think this has the potential to be a really cool story. I did a I did my quick flip. It should be uh, up on the channel so you guys can check it out when we're done but um yeah it's got potential so i hopefully it's another good book because image has put out some pretty good stuff there you go all right uh before we get into that that is of course a shot from halloween kills before we get into that uh, you know i got a complaint i don't know if i told you this because you were out of town so i watch a show called seal team Right. It stars David Boreanaz, who we all know from Angel. Then after he was Angel, he did uh, he was the, the co-star in the show Bones. And then I think SEAL Team's won its fifth season. And it's like the name. It's about a SEAL team. Uh, I thought the cast was is great because um, when the show first started, David Boreanaz was the only actor I really recognized. The rest of the SEAL team actors, I don't really recognize. So I could really buy into the fact that it's like, oh, yeah, these guys look like they could easily be on a SEAL team. Uh, let's see. Uh, Dennis, it seems like you've just about given up on the big two, which is all right with me. Almost, pretty much. Yeah, and and, and I, I'm not joking when I say my X-Men are teetering. Um, 
uh, it's getting close. It'll be a sad day in my life if, if and when that happens and starting to look more like it's going to be when than if. And but, I'm going to have to be there for him like a good friend should be so he can cry on my shoulder. Yep, it'll be tears of blood because I will be angry at the same time. I'll get out the old burp cloths we still had from our daughter to slap it over so he doesn't get my shirt all messy when he cries blood on my shoulder. Um, and that's right. Get yourself a good book, not from the big two. First Man 2, Learning Curve. Thank you, Hyper Kaiju. Link is in the description below. Go back it now. 64-page action-filled superhero book. Uh, go to the campaign page. There's new art on the page. Click updates. You can see art on the updates as well. Adams, how are you? Welcome. Um, so anyhow, back to my story. So SEAL Team's a really good show. It's one of the few shows that I watch still after five seasons. There no, there's no SJW garbage in it. It's a really good show. And I like the, you know, I like Army stuff, Navy, SEAL Team, SEAM missions, whatever. It's a good show. Well. Uh, CBS, to me, is making a big mistake. Now, almost every network has their stupid streaming service, right, that you have to pay for. Yep. So CBS is this Paramount Plus, if I remember correctly. It is. It's Paramount. Okay. Rhetorical question. I thought you'd jump in and go, yeah, because that's what Star Trek's on. Um, anyhow, now I don't mind these, these services having these pay-for-play networks uh, because it's like, okay, they're going to make specific content just for these networks, just for the, the subscription. That's fine. If you want to subscribe to it, pay, watch these shows. I hear good things about some of the Star Trek stuff. I'd watch it if it was on regular TV, but it's not. I don't feel like paying for Paramount+. Plus. SEAL Team comes back. This week was episode three, I believe. Okay. Two more episodes. And oh, actually, wait, one more episode next week. So this is the third episode this past week. So one more episode. And then it goes exclusively to Paramount Plus. And I'm bone. No more SEAL team. Wow. And that I think is a bunch of bullshit. Because, and I really hope the ratings, I'm sorry to say it, I hope the ratings on the show go down because they're basically saying, hey, it's been five years. We know you like SEAL Team. Want to keep watching SEAL Team? Well, you got to pay us what ten bucks a month, probably. Yeah, must be Mo Mooney. I think he's still running it, uh, and, uh, running and, CBS. And you know what they did too? They did that with a show from last year called Evil, that I got Dennis to watch, which was a great show. Dealt with supernatural stuff, you know, exorcisms, whatever. Really good show. Good cast. Season two, Paramount Plus only. So, haven't watched that either. So, Seal Team. Uh, I probably won't even watch next week because they, they got me with a two-parter. So they did they did the season oh, premiere. Oh, did they? Well, they did the season premiere, and then the second episode bled into the third episode. Third episode wrapped everything up, so the fourth episode can be, uh, I assume, a one-off or a two-parter to make you want to get it. But I'm done. I'm not doing it. I See, and I had subscribed for Star Trek. Pirate everything. I have. Thank you. I have learned a valuable lesson from that. No, the valuable lesson is I really will think twice before jumping on new shows because, you know, I totally it's it's such bullshit. I hope the ratings on SEAL Team drop. I hope they make a significant drop to where they go, uh oh, 
put it back on the network so everybody can watch it. I don't want them to cancel the show outright, but you know, they should put it back on. Uh, I refuse to get a network streaming, just not worth. Yeah, I don't have any network streaming. I did. When Star Trek first came out, I went and paid CBS because I, you know, you guys know I'm a huge Trekkie. And I, I went ahead and did it and for two seasons, but there was nothing else on there. So as soon as season one, and I was so disappointed in season one that I quit. And then I thought, well, maybe it'll get better in season two. So when it came out, I re-upped. Yep, done. I'm 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 done. Lower decks was crap. Picard was not very good. And I'm like, so you're putting out a lot of SJW Trek garbage and wanting me to pay. I'm done. I will love to give you guys money if you're putting out good quality stuff, but I, I'm just not going to do it anymore because it's not good quality stuff. It's garbage. Yeah. It looks good, well, but I don't care. It's I like need, uh, a good story. Is, isn't NBC's the Peacock? Or yeah, whatever? they got the Peacock. Network. They got the Peacock, and I know yep. they're. I know some of these streaming networks bring back old shows from decades ago, and that's cool and all. But I just don't care enough. I already pay enough for stuff. I'm I, not paying. I've got Netflix. I yeah, got, I got Prime, Netflix. I got Prime. You know, and then all my vo- movies that I buy, I buy on through Vudu. Well, technically, I always get the hard copy, and then I get the code for Vudu. So I do everything on Vudu, but. Honestly, like Netflix, if I'm going to watch something, it'll be Netflix-based. Uh, Just like Halloween, that which we'll be talking about, they do have a cool – I think it's called like the movies that made us. It's kind of like the toy yeah, version. Yeah, yeah. They had done the toys. The very first one that they had on there, and it just happened to be that I saw it, and I watched it before we went and saw this, it was the making of the original Halloween from 1978. And it was fantastic. You pick up so many cool things, and they actually put little bits and pieces of that into the new movie. Yep. Um, okay. Let's see. What do we got here? I got Hulu because of Verizon. Yeah, I mean, that's worth it. If you sign up for something, you get it for free. I don't pay for any streaming, everything I use. I mooch. There you go. Yeah. I get Disney Plus because it's free with Verizon when I had signed up. So I, I will never pay for Disney+. Plus. We did finish the what-ifs. Um, so we did finish that. We decided maybe not to talk about it because nobody really had a lot of, eh. Everybody it's okay. was like, eh. We'll give the whole season a rating. I give the whole season a what-if on Disney+. Plus uh, Seven. I, I'm going with the six. Um, I thought it was all right. I, I did like the fact that the very last episodes, at least, incorporated. They did something that the What If comics don't really do, and they incorporated they brought it back all to around. yeah, they, some of the earlier episodes. So that was kind of cool, but it was a lot of SJW garbage. So very overall, kind of disappointed. I was hoping for more out of it, but this is today's Disney, today's Marvel. So I guess lowered ex lowered expectations. Yeah, I mean, like, I just it it just wasn't grabbing me. It was more, you know, from an art standpoint, the animation was fantastic, but story wise, it just wasn't pulling me back to care enough. And the reason I watched it because my daughter was really excited to watch it every week, so I was like, okay, I'll watch it. Hey, real quick, breaking news! I you might have saw me look at my phone. So 
Gabe Altaib, who's a colorist for DC, was a colorist for DC, used to color Superman. Uh, it made Fox News. Holy smokes. Fo you guys can't see it, but Fox News headline at foxnews.com. Superman colors quits over comics embrace of wokeness, quote unquote, tired of this shit. And that is what Gabe said. Um, Gabe has a YouTube channel. Uh, he put up his first video saying why he left DC. It's a really good video. Um, this is uh, this is amazing. And they even linked. Uh, well, that's uh, Ethan did a video on it. And that's probably where they picked it up from because Ethan, as we all know, is a very huge, popular YouTube channel. Uh, Monday night, Comic Gate Kings. I'm on it. Lots of other guys are on it. So definitely check that out. Uh, Hyper Kaiju, thank you. Uh, Hyper just posted a link to Gabe's video if you want to watch it. Um, uh, see, I wasn't a big fan of that first episode. Uh, good for Gabe. Welcome to Comic Gate. Exactly. Yep. Welcome aboard. He's been on Comic Gate Kings. Actually, he he couldn't make it this week because of other stuff he had to do. We were just talking about it because I missed all of this when I was up in Wisconsin, and he was just filling me in on what had happened. And uh, welcome. That's all I can say. Um, good good for you making a stand. Yeah. So that's. Uh, I just wanted to bring that up because I just saw it. So uh, so yeah, that is uh, that is freaking awesome. Awesome. So now. Uh, we will talk about, I just want to give Gabe my, there you go. Okay. So now Halloween kills, no spoilers. So any of the visuals we show are things that we found online. So here's the deal. When we do a non-spoiler review is, uh, we talk about the trailer and overall story stuff, but we won't ruin anything for you. Here's one thing I didn't know about it. Uh, Dennis informed me of this. I think this is public knowledge. I did not know this was a trilogy. Is that public knowledge going on? It out? was. Okay. So I didn't know this was a trilogy. So uh, that was uh, that was cool. Adam says, uh, no, you won't. Don't you do it. Hyper Kaiju has tickets for tomorrow. No spoil. No spoilers. Hyper's a great guy. No yeah, spoilers. We're not, do not spoil it. We, we, we can... Talk about it next week, then, if you want spoilers. Yes, yeah, spo delve here, into it. Spoilers. There's lots of death. Yeah, that's <laughs> um, this is, Here's the one thing I like about this movie and the one from 2018. And I do kind of kick myself for not watching the 2018 one over the weekend, knowing I was going to see this just as a refresher. I mean, it yeah. all came flooding back to me uh, within the first 10 minutes of this movie. But... Um, I wish I would have watched it, but what I like about this movie is it, it has the feel of the original 19... Halloween was this late 70s, wasn't 78. it? 78. 78, yeah. It has the feel of the original 1978 Halloween in regards to, like, the kills and how they're done. You know, it's not watered down. They, they do the, the one thing that this does is it flashes back so yes two things I would say before you go go watch this and I agree with Andy I remembered everything as it was happening we probably should have because this picks up right after the last movie happened and um, you remember they they lit everything on fire at the end of the movie they escape 
He he's burning. He's going to hell. We finally stopped yeah, they keep him. him. Yeah, if you haven't seen the first one, when we spoil stuff, then too bad. Uh, you know, the first one ends where uh, well, these three ladies: Jamie Lee Curtis, her daughter played by Judy Greer, and Judy Greer's daughter played by I don't know her name. Uh, Andy uh, Methicek. Andy Methicek will go Matichek? with Matichek. Probably pronounced that wrong. Um, hold on, yeah, Andy is right on that. Do yourself a favor and watch the first. Yeah. Definitely, if you can, if yeah. you can do it, and and if you can, if there's time, go back to the original 1978 and watch because one thing they do a nice job of. Oh yeah, is the flashbacks going back? Now it's not going to be directly; they're not pulling clips. No, but they're going back and redoing parts of it, and then they do bring back the cast members um, as their characters, the survivors from the, Are they original, the original ones. They are the original characters from in there, like that she was babysitting with. Um, and then, for example, um, uh, Anthony Michael Hall plays Tommy Doyle, which was the boy she was babysitting. Yeah. Um, so obviously not the original boy actor, but they bring the characters back. And had I really known that they were going this route, I probably would have watched the 1978 Halloween, then the one from two years ago, and then this one. So if you've got time, I would recommend doing it because they do a nice job of weaving in the history, basically the uh, the canon of of Halloween. So kudos to that. Yep. Um, you know, there's not much to say without getting into spoilers. Uh, I mean, we all know the story is basically they want to ramp up to get Myers, there was, and I don't have a clip of it. You could try Google searching this Depending if you want. What you want. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis apparently put out a tweet saying that uh, there is a mob in this movie, a ravenous mob to basically get Michael Myers. So, I mean, that's not a spoiler because obviously, you know, this movie is basically we got to get Michael Myers. So there's this ravenous mob that wants to get him. And Jamie Lee Curtis compared that mob to the January 6th oh, insurrection on con Yes. Uh, yes, she did. Uh, Jamie Lee. All right. Got to block that out of my mind in order to get through this now. Hold on. I'll see if I can find it. The one interesting thing that I was that they did in this also is, so think about this mob mentality, and they hinted at it, you know, in, in the trailer stuff. I can't remember a single time in Halloween – Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street. I don't remember them ever having that mob mentality and delving into what would happen when a town rises up against the killer. It kind of reminded me, if you guys read one of the pics of comics that I had done, was The Maniac of New York, and we read it, and it was a really good series. And basically, The Maniac... He, they couldn't stop him. They, and when he came to town, he would just kill everybody. And they apparently brought in the military, tried to stop him. They couldn't, so they gave up on him. So that was a cool comic book take. They kind of approach it in this. And it's the first time I can remember in these type of horror movies where they bring in the mob mentality going after it. So needless to say, that was, a, a to me, a really cool interjection of something that we haven't seen. 
no, Season no, no. Of the Witch. I uh, like that was the yeah. one with the chip, right? Where I they mean, chipped they, everybody. They didn't all go downhill until the most recent ones before this remake. A uh, Jamie Lee Curtis got to shut her mouth and take the check. Exactly, Grandma Jamie. The mob stuff's interesting, pretty well done. A definite plus point for the film. I thought so. Uh, so here it is. Um, actress Jamie Lee. Uh, sorry, I got to find an old mousy mouse. There it is. There it is. Okay. Actress Jamie Lee Curtis said the new Halloween kill movie is about the kind of mob violence that Americans witnessed on January 6th when rioters stormed the Capitol building. No, it's not, you idiot. I don't remember seeing Antifa in this movie at yeah, all. Yeah, there was no uh, Antifa in this movie. I'm, I'm kind of confused about this now. Is that what you... Or is she referring to when... When the uh, Air Force lady got shot and by the police? No, no, no that's no, not it. No, ha! Huh. What an idiot! What? I mean, just so stupid. It's typical Hollywood mind thing. It's like a hive mind, and they all have to think the same thing. Just like I found out, if any of you guys watched Jeremy from the quartering, um, David Batista apparently blocked him because of a comment that he made no way oh yeah yeah it just happened i think he just hit it today and i'm just like and again it's the same thing it's hollywood hive mind and you all have to say the same thing because if you honestly believe that then then there's no critical thinking left in california no wait a second these are what are these yours where do you get these from oh no wonder i couldn't see shit there we go so she says, when we were launching the 2018 movie, it was right in the center of the Me Too movement, she said. And so women taking power and speaking truth to power and voicing their experiences as trauma victims was echoing all over the world when we released that movie. A movie about a woman taking power from her trauma against her oppressor. Yeah, nobody that watched Halloween, the first one, thought that for a second. Not a chance. Okay. Not a single person that doesn't live in Hollywood or Chicago or New York yeah. or Seattle. I like this, too. Also, has Jamie forgotten what side she was on in this film? Yeah, that's right. She's the gun-toting protector of the family. So yeah. does that mean Biden is Loomis? Seems like he knows what he's doing for a second. Then quickly you realize <laughs> we're both raving lunatics. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Getting close. If his hair gets a little longer, pretty close. All right, enough of that garbage. I, I just yeah, I didn't. I, I didn't hear that, and thank God I didn't hear that. I agree. Look at that seventy percent off ink and toner. Sign me up. I totally agree. <laughs> Promiscuous time traveler. That you had me at hello with that one. Um. So who was? I got to ask. Go back to your IMDb page real quick. That's Tommy. No, so, I know who that is. Well, then what are you asking? No. Well, if you go back to your IMDb page, yeah. Without giving, I don't know if this gives spoilers. Who's the shape? Okay, so the shape again. If if you guys really want to get into the depth of of Halloween, the original, when this was put out, Michael Myers was never really named he was never called michael myers in the original script the script just kept saying the shape would show up behind her the shape oh, would tilt oh. his head so that was actually what the name was was the shape 
So then who actually played the the shape? Oh, I get it now. So that's who played Michael Myers. Right. So Nick Castle Castle played um, the shape when he was in there. And then as the shape 1978, remember, because that was um, Aaron Armstrong back when he had like the, uh, the, there was like the ghost sheet that he had over with the glasses and stuff like right, that. Right, right. So yeah, that's okay. what they're that's what they're referencing was because he was never really named Michael Myers didn't become a household name until after the movie. Right, but even still, you'd think they would just credit Michael but Myers. It was the shape. But, oh, okay. That's so what, see, I never what knew what it, it special. It said the shape in the credits, and I'm like, the shape. What the hell are they talking about? Yep. Okay, so now we know. So anyhow, this is Anthony Michael Hall. He's the one that that gets everybody riled up going screw this we got to take michael myers down the cops aren't doing it he doesn't actually say that but i mean that's the basic gist is he's like look there's only so many cops in this town we got to take michael myers down as a collective there's no way that one dude could could you know basically last through us so he riles up uh the mob and stuff to do that uh let's see that's the one thing i was disappointed with in this film the move the movement actor just wasn't all that great we've had better michael court ah totally agree actually with him oh really yeah so the nick castle guy no i i totally agree well it's 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 the movement uh anthony michael hall i thought he was a good up front and when it came down to it i i was a little disappointed this is just kind of showing this is kind of it's part flashback but these were the characters from the original one that they're bringing back so they've got different oh, actors right. and stuff so you know you've got because uh, this is the cop now yeah which obviously was played by a different actor when yeah you the, the girl on the left is Lindsay. um that was the little girl that survived with annie yeah um kylie richards played her she looked really good yeah i'm not a huge i don't watch the what is it the lifestyle the beverly hills what the House housewives she's an actress too yeah i never watched it but that's who played it and she was actually great uh i thought that was in it they actually showed, you know, Anthony Michael Hall and then Nancy Stevens, you know, as these characters, the survivors of the original one, which is cool. We wanted to see, and we're not going to spoil anything, but they tie them in really well yeah. um, with the original one. So, again, I don't want to, we're going to we pretty much have to stop here on this, but I will say if you can, watch the 1978, watch the last one, and then see this. If not, at least see the last one. Yeah, you, you'll you'll get more out of it. But CGC grading overall? Oh, I got to go. Uh, uh, shit. Uh, I'm gonna go nine. Wow, I'll go nine. I thought uh, nine point on this baby. Our CGC rating for everybody joining. CGC, as you guys know, is the comic book rating company that goes from a a, a one. Up to uh, actually, they go below one. Point five to a. They 10. go from 0. a point five to a ten point oh. So that's what we grade movies on. I'm giving this a nine point oh. I thought it was freaking awesome. I, I thought anything that ended up on the cutting room floor must have been fat because I didn't think there was any fat in this movie. I thought it was great. I'm I'm going with an eight point oh. Oh look at that, Adams is an eight point two. Look at that, you're between us because he's going eight point oh. 
Yep, you're crazy. Eight I ain't two. crazy. I, I, I agree. There, uh, there was a lot to like about this. There was some stuff. The way that they killed people on this one, they had some very, very unique ways of Oh, yes. It. No spoilers. We all know people die. Very inventive with the way that they have uh, Michael kill people, which I think is great. Yeah. Uh, there, there was definitely... A 9.8 for reference. Uh, you know, Green Lantern, right? It's a joke. Green Lantern's not a 9.8. Even though I like it because I'm a Ryan Reynolds fan... And a Green Lantern fan, it's not a 9.8. It is not. In, You've in, given in something a pretty high score before, haven't you? I'm trying to remember. There there was. It wasn't a, Anaconda? Was it a show. Just kidding. Not no. We've seen some good stuff. I did give one a 9.6. Oh, you know what? My wedding, my wedding video, that's a 9.8. If you guys would like to watch that one day, I can pull up my wedding video. That's a 9.8. Uh-huh. Uh, Kim Kardashian sex video. No, that's actually not a 9.8. You know, it, the closest to a 9.8 that, and we went to review it. No, it's me, just, it, it's, it's real it, quick. It's not compared to other horror movies. We do every movie that we see. We rate them individually. So this isn't graded compared to other horror movies. It's just what we thought of it as a movie. In yeah, general. it gives you an idea of what we think instead of, a star, two stars. We kind of like to to do that. Um, star Trek Two, Empire Strikes Back. Those are the movies that are to me kind of up in that uh, up in that range. I don't think we've ever given. I don't an think episode. we've given anything a nine point eight. Nope, I, and definitely no tens. But we will give this movie two snaps up. Yep. The yes. the only thing I really wish they would have done more. I, you, some people were disappointed in this because they uh, full metal jacket. The end of it. Full metal jacket, really good, really. Yeah, good. I I would probably give that like a nine two nine four. Yeah, um, I thought that was great. It was better than Hamburger Hill. Um, uh, Apocalypse Now was really good, but you know you just got to be in the right frame of mind for that movie. Um, so yeah, for war films and stuff. You know, Force 10 from Navarone, another good one. But we could do, horror, you know, war movies. Wow, man, movie. you're rough. He says, see if it was movies overall and over any genre Halloween would be a 4 or 5 out of 10. Yeah, no, but nobody uh, nobody on the waterfront, 9.8. Yeah, it could be. Uh, nobody reviews movies. Like even, you know, movie reviewers in newspapers and on TV, stuff like that. They, I mean, they go with five stars generally, but they don't rate it with all movies, genres, and everything. They just rate the movie one to five. We do, yeah. you know. Honestly, if we're going to go that route, I'm going to say this is overall one of the better horror movies. Yeah, I mean, um, out of horror um, movies, that I've seen. I'd still, I'd still go up at a at least the eight point for, or no, I, I'd still go a nine for a horror movie. I mean, it's a slasher flick. So then you get into the genre of, because these movies don't scare me anymore. Like when Halloween came out in 78, I was nine years old or eight, depending on what, what well, it came out around Halloween. So I was eight. Yeah. I didn't even see it till I was probably 10 or 11. And yeah, I would call that a horror movie. But now it's a slasher flick because it's not really scary. There's because a- you know what the bag, you know what the monster, Michael Myers you know, looks like in form and mask and everything, you know, he's going to kill people in different ways. I don't consider it a horror movie. There's only two movies that have ever scared me. Holly Berry's Catwoman. 
and Ryan Reynolds' Green Lantern. You son of a bitch. I'm telling you, those are the only two that scared me and not for any of the good reasons. The funny thing is, he didn't mention my porn tape. So apparently my por- my homemade porn tape did not scare him. It titillated him. So. Wow. Now now I'm thinking Christine was involved somehow. Maybe. Shawshank is a great movie. Oh, that is a fantastic movie. Okay, based on that scale, I'll give it an 8 <laughs> All right, we'll see. There you go. As but long see, as we're, as long but see, you you understand our scale and grading system now. Yeah. So, but we you know, do the comic books the same way. Yeah, we know? do comics the same way. We'll when, save that for Friday. Yeah, when we when we do um, when I do full reviews and stuff like that, or like what we did with um, Fight Girls, we reviewed it on this channel um, and with him and I, and we we do the same thing. We give it our CGC grades. You guys may agree with us. You may totally disagree with us. And that's what we love because that makes for some spicy, fun conversation. Exactly. Uh, Let's see. Autopsy of Jane Doe got me scared because I watched it in the middle of the night and drunk. So it got me freaked out. (laughs) You know, I haven't watched that one yet. Is that worth a watch? Take your, take your, uh, take your beer goggles off and tell me if you think, did you watch that one? No. Yeah, let me know if you think that's worth a watch. I almost wanted to, but then I never got around to it. So we um, I already talked to Andy. I'm going to find Wreck. We are going to watch Wreck because I, I see what it looks that like. was on there. And then one I know will not make our list. Let me know if anybody out there saw the movie Cold Justice. It's an older movie. Oh, I dig it a and lot. It, and it may All be right. one of the worst ones I've ever seen. The Exorcist. Oh, I, I love yeah, the I've only seen it. Once I won't watch it again. It totally freaks me out. Still, I can't do it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Poltergeist, another one that I absolutely love. Oh, that cool. movie, Poltergeist. Poltergeist, freaked me out too. Just when they're in the pool, and then as and we then got the older, start bobbing up. And it was Carol Ann, and you started taking a shot every time they yelled Carol Ann. It made for a great drinking game. So it aged well as we got older. What did that's you want right. me to look at? Oh, yeah. So that's uh, that's it, man. That's our show for the day. Um, uh, oh, it got good ratings. Wreck got good ratings. What year was it, does it say? It was 07? Yeah, 2007. Oh, and it's a nice, easy hour and 18 minutes long. Damn, not even. There is not an ounce of fat in this movie. All right, we'll have to watch the trailer later. All right. All right, guys, we are going to be out of here. Uh, let's see. Sorry, boys, dipped out during Halloween talk. Hey, that's fine. You got to let me know how you watched it. In fact, on my Friday morning show, I might have a guest on the show Friday morning. So Hyper Kaiju, you can tell us how you liked it then. And uh, yes, we will have a good one. Uh, Rec is uh, Spanish is great. Okay, cool. Uh, don't watch the Rec trailer if you haven't already. Oh, oh really? Good. We haven't. So don't watch it. Okay, we were going to when we signed I was, off. I was literally told that it was really great, and you know, like Train to Busan, great, which Bus I driver, which, which yes. we really liked. Uh, trailer has spoilers. Just go in. Okay. Oh, we'll do that. We will do that. We will have a viewing at Dennis's house. Uh, guys, thank you again for joining us. We love you all. We really do appreciate you all. Please share the channel. Subscribe. We're only 15 away from being at that magical 1,000 subscribers. And uh, join me on Mornings with Andy and on Friday Mornings with Andy 
this guy is going to be joining the show most likely. So until then, bye, everybody. Here we go.